Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, the podcast mogul, Phil Better, and this series is all about interviewing amazing podcasters so that you can find new podcasts to listen to. Today, I am happy to have the host of Follow Your Passion, Mr. Erwin Wills. Mr. Wills, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Phil. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. We had a quick talk beforehand, uh, but I want you to introduce yourself to my audience so that they know about your amazing podcast and yourself. Sure. Uh, as you know, my name is Erwin Wills. I'm located in the Netherlands. I'm the founder of Millionaire Life Strategy, meaning I'm a mindset and business strategist. And uh, end of last year, I created my own uh, signature program, which is called the Profitable Passion Program. And it's all about following your passion and make a great living out of that. And since I wanted to connect with other entrepreneurs that are following the passion and make a great living out of that, I thought about starting my podcast to inspire my audience and started it end of April. And I'm loving every, uh, every bit of it. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Erwin, have you listened to podcasts beforehand before jumping into the medium or was this like you just heard of it and you're like, let's go? Um, I've been a guest on some other podcasts, so I knew about the concept. Um, also learned what I didn't like and I did like about podcasting. And I thought it was a great way of um, inspiring people. You know, there was a let's say a hype about clubhouse you know mm -hmm. i don't hear about it any uh currently i've been on uh, clubhouse for a little part and the main drawback of clubhouse is you have to be there to listen to the stories and feel inspired and get the lessons and tips and you get this this fear of missing out from some people um and i didn't like that about it and with podcasts, you can listen it at your own pace, uh, whenever you want, whenever it's convenient to you. So that's why I like that concept better. Yeah, no, it is. I, I do enjoy. It. I I, uh, I was on Clubhouse for a while, and I was like, "Wow, this is great." What am I missing when I'm not on Clubhouse? When I'm recording podcasts? When I'm out busy? Like, it feels like you have to be in Clubhouse twenty four seven just to get the full effect of it and see everything. Plus, you're not seeing everything because there's like so many different rooms because there's so many people. Yeah, no, podcasting, uh, even though it's two mil three million people podcasting, it's still, uh, you don't have to worry about missing anything. I like that. Um, so you started Profitable, podca uh, Profitable Passion Podcast. Follow your passion podcast. Wow, you, you, yeah. you use pa passion a lot. So <laughs> follow your passion. It's you interviewing entrepreneurs about or people who have followed their passion to make profits, correct? Well, it's it's about uh, making a living out of it. Okay. You know, you don't need to make a lot of money uh, if you're enjoying what you're doing. You know, and if you make a great yeah. living out of that, then in my opinion, you're you're wealthy. I like you know, that. my my business is called Millionaire Life Strategy because a lot of people are um, they have this ambition to become a millionaire, mm -hmm. but a millionaire only talks about money, right? And money doesn't make a lot of people happy. But you don't need to be a millionaire to have a millionaire mindset. You know, if you can do whatever you want to do and enjoy it, then you're far more better than when you have one million in your bank account. So if you're able to pursue your passion and make a living out of that, then 
in my opinion, you're better off. So that's why I'm uh, helping my clients as well to follow their passion and to make a living out of that. And if when they're happy doing what they do and are able to do whatever they want, then it's mission completed. No, I like that. Uh, that's that's great. Like the millionaire mindset is so powerful because it gets people thinking about how they can get their freedom instead of thinking, "Oh, I'll have my freedom when I retire." No, we're gonna we're gonna learn that you don't need the million dollars in your bank account to retire. If you're like you said, if you're following your passion, making some money, you're paying your bills, you're living a happy life. And I found that out at the end of 2020, uh, after the pandemic, I started my own business, and now I'm free, and it's. It's amazing. I'm not making a million dollars, but I'm living a million dollar lifestyle because I'm free. And I, I think that's great that you're uh, you're sharing that with your your uh, your clients in that. Yeah. And it's funny that that earlier you talked about retirement, right? Uh, yeah. A lot of people are still working for their retirement. And I remember when I started working for myself several years ago that my mother said to me, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you and uh, do whatever you want but make sure you're saving some money for your retirement, right? Yeah. And I said, you know, I know where you're coming from, but I'm going to do what I love to do. Why should I stop doing that when I'm 65 or 67 or 70, right? Yeah. The, the, the work I'm doing, I can still do that when I'm 80. So why would I stop, stop doing that? So it's I a different mindset. It is because most people are like from the older generations, my parents included, were like, get a good job, work for a big company, get your pension, retire, and then you'll be happy. And you look at the, and like, I look at them, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties here. And I look at my parents and I'm like, yeah, you guys followed that. And you don't look happy. I'm going to try <laughs> this path over here. Don't know if I'll be happy, but I know over here, I won't be happy because being in a corporate world is no fun. It's yeah. No fun. Um, now, you you told me a bit you 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 alluded to uh why you started your podcast earlier you wanted to give extra uh, extra content to your clients and your customers and your audience so that they could see that hey anybody can do this here it is right you're they're following their passion you should too is there any other why that you started your podcast was there maybe a moment someone told you that hey i would love to hear your voice more or hear more about you or was it really that you just wanted to give some extra content to your uh, clients and uh, for potential clients well there was this moment that one client of mine was talking about uh how to become more visible mm -hmm. and thinking about doing a podcast you know that we could interview each other and see how that would work um we Eventually, we didn't do that. We didn't choose that path, but it got me thinking that, um, you know, one of the sayings is, um, tell me who your five best friends are, and I tell you who you are as a person, because yeah. uh, birds of a feather flock, to, uh, uh, flock together, Bird. right? Yeah. And um, if you want to grow or uh, at least develop yourself, you should uh surround yourself with people that will elevate you right yeah. so it also helps me to give myself focus right if you're interviewing entrepreneurs that are following their passion and make a great living out of that and the stories are well let's say all over the place because you can't think about it or you can actually create a business out of that and that's the beauty of it and those 
those stories inspire me as well. So I get energized by it. You know, they motivate me, they inspire me, and I can use that to serve my clients even better. I love it, Noah. And it's true. It does serve to motivate you. I found some interviewing different podcasters. I found different ways of growing my podcast tips that they've given me that's been able to help uh, help other clients that I help. So yeah, interviewing is probably the best way and you do make so many uh, unique friends. Has there been any interviews that you were like, wow, this is more than I expected? Yes, there were a few actually. Uh, one of them was um, the founder of GreenPal, which is uh, called the, uh, the Uber for Long Care. And he was in Switzerland at the moment that I interviewed him. And we had a great conversation. And this man built his Greenpole application to a multi-million dollar business, right? But it took him eight years to do that. And it's all about perseverance, right? Um, yeah. Not focusing on the end goal. Well, I have the end goal in mind, of course, but celebrating the small wins, you know, adjusting everything. And he said something that entrepreneurship is like going from failure to failure without losing the enthusiasm about it. And I thought, well, there's a big, I, I understand what, what he's talking about, you know, because if you find yourself in unknown territory, you're bound to make mistakes and make failures. But those are the big learnings that you learn how to do things better or differently. And I think people are, um, they're afraid of making failures or mistakes, mm -hmm. but by making mistakes, those are the big learnings you're getting down the, down the road, right? Yeah. And that, no, that's, it, how you, that's how you develop yourself and grow. Yeah, it's the lessons you learn. Like I think, coming out of school we were taught to be so perfect we have to get the high marks on the score we can't be failing because if you fail you're not good enough but in entrepreneurship failure is actually are the lessons those are the tests that you take if you pass you you continue on if you fail you're like okay i have to redo this and figure out where i went wrong and how i can do better and it's so true yeah. it's um i think school kind of messed up a lot of potential entrepreneurs because they think they have to be perfect when they launch and they don't realize how my how many entrepreneurs have failed before jumping into getting their big success yeah exactly all right so you started your podcast in april you're growing you're getting amazing guests like uh, the green care the green uber of lawn care um what is a tip you have for someone who's thinking about starting it because you're 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 past the pod fade you're you're going good you're going strong some people have fears about starting. What would your, your tip be? My tip would be to not to overcomplicate it, right? If you look at my concept of my podcast is I give a little introduction of my guest. Then I start with an opening question. And from that moment on, we'll just have a conversation like you and I are having right now. And at the end of the show, I ask uh, if my guest uh, can share a little tip or a little piece of wisdom that can inspire the audience. And my last and final question is, if people want to know more about you or get in touch with you, how can you do that? And then they uh, they can share the website, the social media, whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole concept. And for the rest, it's just a natural flow and just have a great conversation. 
and that keeps it natural it keeps it flowing and if if you want to have like seven or ten questions up front and send it to your your guest um you should uh, make it easy for your guests to to apply and to to attend your podcast you know if you're overloading them with questions beforehand then um it's it, it becomes artificial it's not flowing and I, that's not my um uh, not my style so i would advise to keep it simple and um yeah let let nature do with things i would almost say you know let, let, have this flow in your in your podcast i love it no no i i, do, I think that is a great tip because i i believe a lot of entrepreneurs when they get into the interview uh type uh podcast where they're they have guests on they prepare way too much and they're nervous and it doesn't feel authentic it doesn't feel like it's two people just relaxing and you want to hear it because there you can hear the stress from asking the right questions and the guests kind of like, oh, I have to give a great answer where simple questions like, why did you start? Give me a tip, your favorite moment. You know, those are super easy to, to remember and come off and it feels more genuine as questions to ask. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to go into my, my next question that I have, because uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is going to bring up some great points. Uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, one of the greater interviews you had was with the, the lawn care Uber dude. Um, do you have another moment where you're like, this is probably why I started podcasting? Like, you're like, these are the connections I wanted to make. Did you have a moment like that or another favorite moment of yours? Yeah. Um... Well, there's actually one was uh, a lady. She was trained uh, or actually uh, educated as an opera singer. And um, she had sang uh, several operas and she thought, you know, is this it, right? But she was also a lover of uh, history. So she started looking for... Um, uh, she, she likes to... Uh, uncover hidden pieces of history and her sister wanted her to start knitting and uh, it made her wonder if there would be any knitting songs right so she dove into history she found one she found two she found 12 more and she actually created uh, a theater show around it so she's doing the world with uh, knitting songs god that's amazing yeah you know and that's that's just one of the examples of somebody that has taken two totally different things you know like uncovering hidden pieces of history and uh, singing and combined it and she's making a living out of that and that's, that's... something that you you couldn't have imagined doing that, right? It's not what you think. Uh, when you were a little kid, you know, and somebody asked you, what would you want uh, to be in the future? I guess nobody would have answered, well, I would like to tour around the world with knitting songs, right? Yeah, no, that probably wasn't on my radar as a child. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's just an example, you know, and she's she's uh, she just produced, uh, written a book about uh, a forgotten actress, from somewhere around the 30s and next year she's uh 
um, publishing a book about the forgotten history of the house sparrow. My God. Just and that's, from, that's amazing. Yeah. And that is just an example. Another example is a, a guy from Ireland, uh, John Miller, and he's the only full-time professional uh what was it called sea stack climber in the world what's that well you have those uh rock formations right the people are climbing rocks rocks yeah and uh, one day he was walking down the beach and he saw this rock formation coming out of the sea and he thought to himself i wonder if i could climb one of those and he, he did it and he climbed another one and how he's making tours of other people that want to climb. The, and those are called sea stacks. Wow. And he's uh, making tours of other climbers that want to climb such a sea stack in the winter. He's uh, giving instructions and that's how he makes his living currently. My God. I'm looking forward to listening to more of your episodes because uh, that is, I did not see either the knitting or the sea stack one. And those sound like interesting stories. So I'm definitely going to be listening to those and of course, link those to the show notes down below. Um, we're, we are coming up to the end and I hate this part. It's the worst part of my show because I have to say goodbye to you and I don't want to say goodbye to you. So I'm going to ask one more question before we say goodbye. Um, I love listening to podcasts because obviously I'm a podcaster. I need to learn. I love listening. I love uh, finding out. And there's 3 million podcasts out there. My question to you is what's your go-to podcast? What's the podcast you're like, this is what I listen to nearly every time an episode drops. Well, one of the podcasts I uh, tend to listen daily to is Daily Motivation. Okay. And those are small episodes of uh, quotes or um, sayings of people that are motivating, right? That um, you see, sometimes you see those videos on YouTube, you know, from, from uh, movie stars that are talking with all those images, you know, yeah. uh, don't quit, just go for it, stuff like that. And those are, um, sometimes I use a quote that's in it, you know, but it, it, it energizes me as well. No, I love it. And uh, I've been listening to some, uh, maybe not daily motivation, but uh, other podcasts are similar to those where they g give you that motivation to get you going and help start the day. And so, yeah, daily motivation podcast is very, very, uh, very helpful to get you out of the funk and start your day off on a right thing. Um, so we're talking with Erin, Ir Erwin Wills of follow your passion podcast, as well as the million dollar millionaire life strategy company. Erwin, I'm going to jump off stage here. I'm going to give you the platform. Please let my audience know where they can find you, how they can connect with you so that they can uh, follow, end up following their passion. Sure. Thanks a lot, uh, Phil. So if you want to know more about me or follow the podcast, you can go to uh, www.follow-your-passion.biz or you can find me on the Apple podcast or Spotify or other other platform. Uh, you can also visit my website, Millionaire Life Strategy, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, that's it. Thanks for having me, Phil, and looking forward to the next conversation. Erwin, thank you so, so much for being a guest. You're, it was a pleasure talking to you and learning about the knitting opera singer um, and all the amazing stories you shared. To my audience, the notes, the show notes down below will have all the links to 
Erwin uh, to his podcast, to his LinkedIn, to his website. So make sure you check out that. Erwin, again, thank you so, so much for being a guest. Thanks for having me, Phil. And again, to my audience, remember to invest in yourself.